Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. And I just want to say God bless you. May the Lord smile upon you all. May he pour out his spirit richly into your lives and that you will come to him humbly as his children to sit at his feet and to listen to the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, people are being deceived today, and there's a lot of deception going on, and this is kind of the vein I've been teaching on uh, the past few broadcasts, teachers, false prophets, people infiltrating into the body, into local fellowships who want to do wrong. And we have to be very careful because there are people who are practicing witchcraft and are missed. And they are deceiving people and leading people astray. And people are falling away from the faith. I, I keep saying it. And we have to be careful even what, we decided to create this doctrine in the midst of us. And I've spoken on how people are, are like judging me, that really not even knowing how I feel about a subject, and that subject is politics. And here in the United States, we have a presidential election coming up in November, and I've been told by re- Republicans, if I don't re- uh, vote Republican, I'm not a real Christian. And I've been told by Democrats, but I don't vote Democrat, I'm not a real Christian. And so I'm like, <laughs> either way, I'm going to either vote Democrat or Republican. So obviously, if I listen to everybody, I'm not a Christian. Because once I vote, one side is going to say to me, I'm not a Christian. But I thank the Lord that my salvation is not contingent on a presidential candidate but contingent on the blood of the Lamb of the Most High, Yeshua, Jesus, my Savior, my Messiah. And so we have to be careful of who we listen to and who we allow to influence us. And, and John warns us in First John to try every spirit. And there are spirits that come that are unclean spirits, and they work through man, and they can create false miracles and false wonders and lead people astray. And um, I remember I I was dating this this woman and it was back in 2005 and the way I met her, uh, one of my friends at church asked me to go uh, from the city of Lorraine where I live to the city of Cleveland, Ohio and there was a pastor there, and that was a female pastor who needed help. And so they were taking a small group up there. They wanted to know if I would come and uh, help do some preaching and teaching. And, and I said, sure. So I went along with them, and the pastor had a daughter. And, you know, when I first met her, I was like, wow, this this girl is not in a good state. and she just looked real depressed and down and unhappy. You know, it almost brought me down just looking at her. But then we started hanging out, and 
teaching and I got to notice this this young woman and her attitude seemed to change and we started actually dating and it almost led to my destruction and come to find out uh, the mother who was the pastor was also uh, practicing witchcraft and she was mixing witchcraft in with the gospel and her and her daughter were always at at each other and feuding and whenever the daughter would date somebody, that, that person, that guy would get uh, put in the middle intentionally by both of them and basically torn apart and they almost tore me apart. And there were just other things going on, uh, sexual abuse, physical abuse. This pastor, quote, unquote, had a house where she housed uh, women. And she was stealing their money, sexually abusing some of them. She was physically abusing her, her granddaughter. And it was just terrible. It was I got caught up in this demonic uh, feud. Uh, There was a lot of witchcraft going on here. And this woman, this pastor, was calling herself a pastor while practicing witchcraft and calling on demons and doing perverted things. And even later on, I got to know somebody who another woman who called herself a pastor and she was always talking about astrology and uh, what's your astrological sign and, you know, saying things that weren't biblical and calling herself a moon child and saying she was born with a veil on her face and she was born with the gift which uh, a lot of it comes from uh, voodoo tradition. And then she would quote scripture. And I'm like, wow, she's mixing astrology and some voodoo in with the gospel. And realizing this, we as the body, as the ecclesia of the church, the citizens of the kingdom of heaven, must realize there are people that come amongst us that perform witchcraft. They perform sorcery, come in chock full of unclean spirits, and they're able to deceive people because they do have some type of power, but it's demonic power, and that's why we have to test every spirit. And Paul spoke to the church of Galatia. He had come back through, and there were just things that were just completely out out of whack and not lining up with Uh, the teachings of the Holy Scriptures. And Paul in Galatians chapter 3, starting at verse 1, I'm going to read. Paul says, O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as, as crucified? Only I want to learn from you that you received the spirit by the works of the of the law or by the hearing of faith. And so the people of Galatia, he says to them, who has bewitched you? 
they've been drawn away from the truth that Paul preached. And he's sensing something that's happened that they're being misled by someone or something. And so many witches have come into our local fellowships, sorcerers, those who read tarot cards and follow astrological signs. And some of them don't even see that they're doing wrong, that it's okay, that it's uh, of the Lord. And then they deceive other people into believing the same thing. But these are sent by Satan himself. They're led by the spirit of Antichrist. They are witches and warlocks. And they come in and they, they, they walk amongst us and they practice their dark arts of witchcraft, sorcery. And they do things that seem like, hey, this can only be the Lord who did this. They, they do work signs and, and wonders and miracles, but in honesty, it's deception brought on by Satan. Unclean spirits, demonic spirits have been able to infiltrate the church. It's a sad thing. And I, I remember I was at work one day, and I worked at a place that was called Sam's Club. That's a warehouse uh, business where you can go in there and buy bulk items. And I saw these three women, and I was told they had just been hired there. And they just disturbed my spirit. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, these three women are witches, and they're here for you. And I was talking to one of my coworkers, and I sat to watch these women. They're witches. And they're like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. And I said, I know they're here to uh, start trouble for me. And my coworker believed me. And one day, after these women had been working there for a while, and uh, they worked in a different department from me, but my coworker I talked to worked in the same department with them. And later on, that coworker came up to me one day at work, and she was crying. And I saw her. I said, what's wrong? And she said, you're right. I said, right about what? She goes, I was in the back, and those women were talking to me about you. And they said they were witches, and they they were sent here to destroy you. And I said, yes, I know. And then the, the Holy Spirit moved upon me to speak, and I told my coworker, don't cry. Within two weeks, those three women won't even work here anymore. A week and a half later, they all three walked in, threw their badges down, their lockers, left the building, and never, ever came back. I don't know what happened. I just knew the Lord had defeated them and moved them on. So we have to be careful. There are people on assignment who are there to destroy us, to destroy the very body of our Lord. This is their their desire. This is their goal, their aim. You may be at a fellowship right now where there are people walking amongst you and people may be impressed by them and maybe they're doing great works and everybody's like, wow, wow, this is of the Lord. Test the spirit. 
make sure that spirit that is working, spirit of antichrist or the spirit of witchcraft that is now deceiving the children of the Most High. And I've seen this before. When I went down to Mexico at the end of 2001 in December, and I knew I was going to move down there, which I I did eventually in 2006. But I went to stay with some friends down there just to see how I felt living there. And my friend Renee showed me this place. It was like 10 miles outside the town I was living in called Piedras Negras. And there was this place out there, and it was a school. It was a school for witches and warlocks. And they not only would train them in uh, doing witchcraft, but they trained them in how to infiltrate into local church fellowships. And they would actually get inside a church and they would rise up in the ranks, so to speak. They would get trust from the pastors and other leaders, and some of them took over churches and became the pastors. And they started preaching ungodly things, corrupt things, demonic things, wanting to destroy the church. And I was like, wow, this is kind of like Harry Potter. You see it as a movie, but in reality, there are schools that train up witches and warlocks and how to use spells and do demonic things. So we have to test every spirit that comes among the body, it comes amongst our family that may want to teach our children at school, college level. Sorcerers, witches, they're infiltrating politics, they infiltrate the church, they infiltrate our jobs. We have to be on point and we have to pay attention in the spirit. There are those who come in and they have a false conversion. They're like, oh, they got saved, they got saved. But in reality, they didn't. Excuse me. In Acts chapter 8, I'm going to start reading in verse 9, we encountered such a person who had a false conversion and was very, very demonic. And it reads, starting Acts chapter 8, starting in verse 9, But there was a certain man called Simon who previously practiced sorcery in the city and had astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And they heeded him because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip as he preached preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, 
both men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed seeing the miracles and signs which which were done. Now, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them, that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had not fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And when Simon saw that, through the laying on of the hands of the apostles, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, that anyone on whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, Your money perish with you, because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is now is not right in the sight of God. So this man Simon, he's hanging around the apostles, he's hearing Philip preach the gospel. And he supposedly believes, he gets baptized, and he's he's hanging around the apostles. And John and Peter come down to Samaria, where they're at, and they pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit upon the people. And the people are getting baptized in the spirit and power of the Holy Spirit. And Simon, this sorcerer, this had previously practiced sorcery. Honestly, he was still there. He saw this and he wanted to buy the power of the Holy Spirit so he could lay hands on people. He still wanted to be great. He still wanted power. He still wanted to do sorcery. He wanted to do Christian sorcery, as some call it. And that's when you try to use the power of the Lord for your own gain and glory and that you think you could manipulate the Lord. And it's funny, recently somebody said something kind of like that to me that uh, once again it went back to politics and they were trying to make what I said a political statement and it wasn't. And so they said, oh, you're just trying to force the hand of God to accelerate the time. And I was like, what? can't force the hand of the Lord, and I'm not trying to accelerate anything. I'm not even talking politics. What are you talking about? <laughs> but some people do try to manipulate and use the, the hand of the Lord for their own gain, for their own power, to lift themselves Simon. The people said, this is a, a great man. He had the great power of God. He had deceived them to the point that they believed what he was doing was of the Lord himself. And it wasn't. It was demonic. 
and then he had a false conversion and tried to purchase the power of the Lord, the power of the Holy Spirit. He tried to buy pouring of the Holy Spirit. Can you believe this? But there are people that exist now who walk among us who have the same mindset. They're about their own selves. They're about power. They practice witchcraft and sorcery and claim it to be of the Lord. And we have to be careful when we're talking to people about unclean spirits. And uh, we can say, don't believe in uh, uh, tarot card readers. It's of uh, of a false spirit. Well, when they say, well, you follow the Holy Spirit, what's the difference? How can you say your your Holy Spirit is not false while pointing to other people and saying they follow false spirits? How do we know your your spirits aren't false? So we have to think about these things. That's why we're not called to argue, but just give the gospel message and then pray for the people. We get into these arguments and we get ourselves caught in something we don't know how to uh, explain our way out of or, or we don't know how to talk our way out of it and we, we, we're made to look stupid and we we almost embarrass uh, the gospel itself, so to speak, because we're too busy trying to argue, preach the gospel. And allow the Holy Spirit to convict the people we're not called to convict people. We're called to plant into them and water that word, and then the Lord will give the increase. And so this man Simon would have been for a long time de- deceiving people. The word says astonishing them, but it is saying that he was impressing them to the point that they believed he was of God. And when he saw the uh, the Holy Spirit being given, he wanted that power, but not because he cared about people being baptized in the Spirit, but he still wanted to be considered a great man, and he still wanted to practice his witchcraft, his sorcery. And that's how he saw it as. He didn't see this as, as a move of God uh, gift given him uh, the, from the Most High. He saw it just as another form of of demonic power that he could use over the people. Do you know somebody like that? And I'm not saying don't start running around accusing people just because you heard this message and pointing fingers and, you know, we don't want that. But if you truly believe and, and you're, you've been sensing in your spirit something's not right and the Lord maybe has revealed something to you, then ask him how to deal with it. It may actually be an actual pastor. And you know it's hard to go up against leadership. And people will call you the heretic and want to throw you out, even though the Lord has revealed unto you a possible sorcerer or witch in your your midst. But they're there. And we have to be careful. That's why I even tell you, don't just sit back and listen to me and believe I'm right. 
to the scriptures, search out the scriptures, make sure I'm telling you right. Pray and ask the Lord, should I be listening to this John Cleveland? Is he of your kingdom, Lord? Or is he trying to be a great man and deceive us so that we believe that he has great power from you? Don't trust me. I'm saying that in all honesty. When I mean don't trust me, I mean just don't sit back and receive whatever I say as truth. Unless you have studied the scriptures for yourself, unless you have gone before the face of the Lord and said, Lord, should I believe this word and this word from you? Trust in the word of the Lord coming through me. Trust the spirit of the Lord living in me. But be careful trusting a mere mortal. Try every spirit. Know the word for yourself. Know the presence of the Lord by dwelling in his presence regularly so that you are not deceived by these Simons, these false men of God who are nothing but sorcerers and witches, men and women. They're there in the midst of us. I've seen it many times. I've been sitting in the congregation, and I remember one time I felt something was not right, and I sat there and I looked around, and suddenly this woman caught my eye. There was nothing particularly special about her, but when I saw her, my spirit just jumped, and I was like, what's What's with this woman? And she slowly turned and she saw me looking at her and our eyes locked together. And my spirit just became so fired up. And I knew the Holy Spirit was moving upon me and the power of the Lord was moving. And this woman, she was looking at me and she just started screaming like in complete terror. And I just stayed focused on her. The power of the spirit was hitting her. And that demonic spirit on her was tormented and screaming. And everybody was like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong, baby? And I got up and said, don't baby her. Get her out of here. And she started manifesting demons. And we took her out from amongst the congregation. And she took off and never came back into that building. Try every spirit. Be sober and vigilant. Don't believe every person who speaks into your life. Don't just let everybody speak into your life. Those sorcerers and witches, and they've infiltrated the body. And we must be on alert. We must be vigilant. And we must be ready to test every spirit that we may cast it down and make it obedient to the voice of our Lord, the one true living God. Don't play with Ouija boards. Don't play with tarot cards. Don't go to haunted houses. Do astrology. Don't get into voodoo. 
don't do any of these things. Be sober. Be vigilant. Know who's amongst you. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. Once again, it was an honor. To, you can find me on Facebook, Sean Cleveland. Or email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. Always a pleasure. Go on the Lord. Be sober. Be vigilant. Try every spirit. Test every spirit. I love you. Have a great day. Great night. Wherever you are in this beautiful world, be safe. Love you all.